regular, regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular features the show. Hello and welcome to Regular Features, the podcast that is exactly the same every week. My name is Joe Scrabbles. I'm joined by Gavin Murphy. Ah, yeah. John Logblythe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you join us in the disco room. <laughs> every week, we like to serenade the start of a new episode with high hats and fuzzy wigs. And that fuzzy wig on Log is hiding a sizable feature. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I don't know how to follow that through. I'm wearing flared pants tonight. <laughs> Here in the disco room, the disco ball's spinning around and light is there's a cacophony of light bouncing on the walls onto my feature, which is this. Princess Harry's book. He's done Princess his, he's Harry's fr- book? Princess Harry's book. He's done his cock off three times to my knowledge. Find out how. Three times more the richer in his case. Am I right? Uh... <laughs> it doesn't actually scan as a reference or a joke, but I liked it. <laughs> yeah, so did I. So did I. Gavin? Uh, Joe, we got in a fight and I recorded the entire thing. Uh, not for the police, just for the readers. Also, we should point out, put- we didn't get in a fight, me and no, you. we did. No, both of us did. Oh, is this like clickbait? Are we clickbaiting the readers? Yeah, Stupid yeah, 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 readers. yeah, 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 big time. And I'm skewering the big news out of Bolivia this week. You're going to find out a little something about the stronger side of life. I don't know what that means. Go, feature, go, go. I can't believe I was the only one that bothered to follow through with the fucking disco theme. Hi, I'm KC from KC and the Sunshine Band. I haven't been able to work since 1991 when a sexual misadventure led to a trumpet being embedded in my ass. That's bad for me, but good for you, because when I use my ass, trumpet, it will signal that a new, regular feature is about to begin. And that's the way you like it. Here goes. Who got a feature? Yes, they do. I got a feature. What about you? I got a feature. Little, little feature. Do it. Uh, it's not a great feature, but it's gonna eat you. What? You want me to do my feature first? Yeah, you no, never I'm, do your feature first. I know that's because I'm nervous and I have to be cornered. <laughs> I have to be cornered with it and say, "Oh, there's yeah, that's not nerves. It's you I, love being the grand crescendo, the mighty no, bellow I, at the end of every episode." No, I just love the fact that people are probably turned off through your bullshit and never get to hear <laughs> my bullshit. <laughs> Look, get your fucking feature out now. Okie dokie then. So, boys, 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 if you are like anything like what I am, and I know you are, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> the first thing on your Amazon wish list is a prince in both ears banging on about the royal ailments of his oh, endlessly afflicted cock. This fucking shit, man. Like, <laughs> I feel like because he was bullied and stuff by the royal family, you're not allowed to say that you don't give a fuck about him and you mm. wish awful things happened to him. It's like when that all-female Ghostbusters came out. Uh, and it What's was the matter? What's the matter, Gav? <laughs> don't like women in positions of well, ghost power. The the Ghostbusters, the, that that all-ladies one came out and he was fucking shockingly bad. I never watched but you, but, but you're not, but you, like, it was just like, if you said that, you were just like one of the evil 
nasty boys who would just be an awful about and be like, actually, I think they're all great, and I was really excited for that film. Unfortunately, it's dog shit. Do you know what's worse? Um, is when you come out and you're like, you know what the best thing about it was? Chris Hemsworth. I know. Which is true. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing, is like, you can't say that. And I like that, you know, also, to be fair. Did you like film, Ghostbusters um, 2, though, Gav? Was that Ghostbusters Two, the one with the painting dude and the green slurps? <laughs> I fucking loved that. Yeah. Oh, then that was a bad film. I thought. I think you're just what? a misogynist, mate. Oh fuck. <laughs> Gav used to say I looked like Vigo the Carpathian, and then he met another guy who looked way more like Vigo the Carpathian. And he stopped calling me it. <laughs> Why, where am I getting the name Vince Clortho from? That's the first one. That's the gatekeeper, oh, okay, cool. mate. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that that's what the Harry thing's feeling. You'd be like, oh, no, I actually want to dislike them. I want to dislike him because he's obviously a knobhead. <laughs> but he'd be like, oh, no, because everyone's being racist to him. He's like, yeah, but I'm not being racist to him. I thought he was a cunt before. So <laughs> I win. <laughs> Uh, but what, what, I'd actually, what is this book that well, he's released? That's what I'm going to get around to, mate. So, okay. as you know, I want a prince in both ears, and I want a prince telling me about his cock and what's wrong with it. Mm. Yeah. So, you can imagine my delight, and I think I know what you think I'm going to say, so prepare for a little fun curveball. Imagine my delight <laughs> when Albert II, Prince of Monaco, came into my pub. <laughs> <laughs> And insisted on showing everyone the three-day build-up of dry yellow discharge that he'd been accruing on the inside of his underwear. Wish I, I wish I hadn't laughed at that <laughs> curveball. <laughs> we only we only encouraged I, this, Gav. <laughs> naughty, naughty boy. I did say to him, I said, Albert, that's a very kind offer, but I must decline. I am on duty and serving one of my many beloved regulars. But then he beckoned me over. He grabbed my lapel and he rasped. There's probably a fresh wet spot you can touch. Me cock's constantly pumping this yellow stuff out. <laughs> well, we were down the cellar before you can say, last order's time, gentlemen. Fuck off, I've got a prince to suck. <laughs> I've just remembered why we put you at the end of episodes. <laughs> yeah. I'm the one that scares them off. <laughs> anyway, that was 2019, and I thought I'd never get to have another prince in my life regaling me with the tales of his fucked up junk. That was until our very own Prince Harry Del Windsor Sex Squire released his best-selling biography, which he called Spare, presumably because he likes tempin bowling as much as I do. <laughs> when you said uh, this has got to be to do with the fact you just mentioned the bar because as soon as you said harry dell windsor i was like like dell boy in the middle he's just falling <laughs> about it just <laughs> drops through my hatch <laughs> cock akimbo slapping about oh cock akimbo so um yeah Basically, this has been going around. I'm just going to play this little fucking clip that everyone's been going on about now. So just... Um, is this real? Is this a real clip? This is the real clip. This is 30 seconds odd from the book. It's been going around a bit. It's been the subject of a lot of people accusing him of having a Oedipus thing. But oh. I, think, I just think it's nice. My penis was oscillating between extremely sensitive and borderline traumatised. <laughs> the last place I wanted to be was Frost Nippistan. I'd been trying some home remedies, including one recommended by a friend. She'd urged me to apply Elizabeth Arden cream. 
My mum used that on her lips. You want me to put that on my todger? It works, Harry. Trust me. I found a tube, and the minute I opened it, the smell transported me through time. I felt as if my mother was right there in the room. Then I took a smidge and applied it down there. (laughs) That's not real. I don't care if it is. I don't know. <laughs> actually, there's been lots of stories written about that. So, right. In, I don't, that's in his. That's in his book. Is he fucking thick? No, I think he's probably just. If I wrote an autobiography, it would be full of that kind of shit. Yeah, it, if you it, wrote it, an autobiography, <laughs> I, I'm not saying I'm princely in stature, but <clears throat> if I if I wrote it, there would be one chapter about the time I ripped me. F- banjo string wanking and there'd be two chapters about the time I ripped my boyfriend's banjo string wanking him (laughs) yeah but at least when you write it'd be funny he's uh, that is I can't believe that's in a book well I think that was that was funny but as far as the content's concerned no notes but the problem was the delivery he just that's it I've never heard anyone deliver with less conviction I found a tube (laughs) (laughs) I just thought just the phrase, my mum used that on her lips. On her lips? Yeah. Oh. You want me Why to put that on to my target? So, so I just think I'm going to try and deliver it better. Then I want you to both to have a go as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. My mum used that on her lips. You want me to put it on my target? <laughs> just a bit more passion. You have a go, Joe. My mum used that on her lips. You want me to put that on my target? I was going to say bigger, but you brought it up at the end. Gav, yeah. you have a go. My mum used it on her lips. <laughs> you want me to use it on my toe? <laughs> oh, I want to go deep like that. My, my mum used that on her lips. <laughs> you want me to use it on my toe? <laughs> anyway, that's it. <laughs> It's, it's, Is I'm there not, a chance that he could go back to war and get shot? Only on the Tadger. I think yeah, he's, just, would, he's, he's painted a my, bullseye on his cock. That's how that's it, it all ends. That's, I think he has to go back. I, th- I hope Vietnam 2 happens. Him strapped <laughs> to the front of a battleship, nude. Tadger yeah. pointing the way. Honking of his mum's lips. <laughs> Covered in lip chap. <laughs> I just just want him to know that I've got a tube of Elizabeth Arden in my armpits. If he ever wounds his cock again, he can just nestle it in there for a couple of minutes. Let it take. Do you reckon he was just angling for a big Elizabeth Arden sponsorship? I I, I think so. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but that, I've got that out of the way. Did you know that the rest of the book is just all about Harry ruining his cock? (laughs) <laughs> good found another couple of clips amazing it was princess eugenie's 18th birthday and beatrice had ordered anish kapoor to sculpt her a 500 foot ice crown for her garden party it took six months to build and harnessed kapoor's usual style of bimorphic forms with the exquisite yet unnatural regularity of a king's hat I like the second mention of crown there. He didn't want to say yeah. crown twice, so he said mm. king's hat. He's a he's a good, good writer. Good writer. <laughs> that sounds like a like a little countryside village. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got a, a place even bigger than Frogmore in the uh, Kingshead 
So that's uh, King's <laughs> Kapoor's expertise with highly polished surfaces lent his ice creation an uncanny, near invisible aspect. It was nothing short of a masterpiece, and I couldn't wait to slap my tudger on it. <laughs> tadger. <laughs> tadger. I don't know whether he says tudger or tadger, so I decided to compromise with tadger. <laughs> he's, he's lived in America for a bit. Yeah, he's lived in America for a bit. So he's picked up the accent. It's man. like when posh people say plastic. <laughs> 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 or aluminum bands. <laughs> I got to the party late because I ploughed HMS Winkles, the royal hovercraft, into a crowd of highly litigious earls. I still believe the vehicle should have hovered over them, but they insisted that they needed, but they insisted that they needed to take down what number in line to the throne I was for insurance purposes. By the time I got to the right garden, do you know how many gardens there are? The big ice crown was absolutely surrounded by barons and viscounts. Luckily, as a prince, I really outrank them. So when I shouted, tally-ho, todger incoming, they all got out of the way sharpish, and soon I was all over Kapoor's cool coronet. <laughs> you should have used that the first time. He went for King's Hat. I had to save the K-word for the Kapoor's cool. <laughs> My bold brother William, who's a real fucking cunt, looks dubious. <laughs> What was that squelching sound of all the air coming out of your baggy royal foreskin, he asked. I shrugged. So what? I just worry that you've locked your penis onto that ice statue in the same way that a mobile phone holder locks onto the inside of a hovercraft windscreen using a small but effective vacuum sucking power. He was right. Try as I might, I couldn't yank my dick off the ice sculpture. Ten minutes later, a butler had lasered off my frozen foreskin in a late-onset bris, and everyone in the party offered me a ready-opened tube of Elizabeth Arden. I was transported back in time. It was like a hundred Princess Dianas were there in that garden. I cautiously dabbed myself down there while she wasn't looking. Yeah, all right. I don't want him to get shot in Vietnam too, because that he's... <laughs> I actually believe his story. I'm into it now. Late onset bris is yeah. a beautiful <laughs> turn of phrase. He's clever, man. He's, he's got a, it. He's a, he's a funny guy. Oh, you I'm, have a completely different face when you're doing Prince Harry's voice. Yeah, I took yeah, a screenshot yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah. It really doesn't good. look like that. You look way more earnest. Your oh, eyebrows okay. are like twice as high up your head. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm trying it's not a bad impression. It's it so really right. isn't. The trick is just sound as boring as you can. Yeah, and, and and to that end, I've got I've just got one more one more chapter. This is chapter thirty-two. Oh. I attended my first fancy dress party last week. The theme was historical monarchs, and I wanted to do something a little edgy to make an impression on Jenny Bond, the BBC girl. <laughs> I love how up to date this book is. Last week. Oh yeah, but no, but I did use the, I did use the previous BBC I'm royal not, correspondent, not Peter Witchell. Not having a go at you, log. It's on. I'm time. having a go at Harry. Sorry, I was writing it like a diary. 19th of December, 2020. <laughs> so I ordered Pierre Paolo Picciolo to dress me head to toe like a guillotine. My legs were inside a cardboard box. That was the stand. My arms were the supporting struts, and I held the decapitating blade between my teeth. But the centerpiece was my todger and balls, which were stuffed through the decapitating hole like a little Anne Boleyn cock ring. 
Just looking at my cock down there, I was transported back in time, and it was like my mother was in the room, albeit much smaller than she was when she was still alive, and with more hair running up her shaft. (laughs) Jesus. My fucking arsehole brother, William, rolled his eyes. I've seen enough episodes of Casualty to get out of here now. I know a disaster when I see one coming. Naturally, I didn't reply, because if I opened my mouth, the blade would immediately drop out of my mouth and lop off my tinker's cuss. That's when Camilla Parker Bowles walked in, her palms full of white pepper. What? Who wants pepper? She howled. <laughs> no, don't answer that. I'm going to blow this shit wherever I please, and if you don't like it, get out of my country! She prowled slowly around the room, deliberately leaving me until last. Harry, Harry, I hear if you open your mouth, you'll cut your own dick off. The Queen Consort hissed at me. That's why I'm here with Pepper. It's not actually my job to walk around the palace offering people Pepper. I've got ulterior motives because I am evil. (laughs) I couldn't reply. She really had me over a barrel. I tried to run away, but my legs were inside a cardboard box. He says he wants some pepper! <laughs> she howled in delight, knowing I couldn't deny it because I had a mouthful of blade, and she blew a full fist into my face. Naturally, moments later, my tadra and nuts were on the floor, and the palace doctor had opened up the largest tub of Elizabeth Arden I'd ever seen. At that moment, I was transported back in time. <laughs> And it was like a 50-foot Princess Diana had walked into the room. (laughs) Camilla Parker Bowles hissed. What's she doing here? And then she expanded to 50 feet tall herself, and they fought all around London while I tried to get my cock back on. Anyway, I I died that night in 2042, and if I have one wish, it is that you please use Elizabeth Arden cream on your cock in the memory of my mother, Princess Diana, the true Queen of England. (laughs) And that's how the book ends. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Fucking hell. That's hard hitting. We got to put a spoiler warning on this shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just go read it out the end of people's books. Oh, I ran out of time when I was writing that. I wanted to do like a full sassy 50 foot mecha Princess Diana and Parker Bowles fight. I'm not going to. I would take a whole. <laughs> yeah, Patreon exclusive series of Harry's <laughs> Harry's autobiography. Regular feature. Yes. What's the next one? Bum, 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 bum. I hope it's something about Gabby's bum. Bum, 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 bum. His two buttocks as sweet as roses, between which the girls will stick their noses. Do you want an update on the likes from last week? Oh, yeah, yeah. Have you paid for them? Uh, well, I paid for the likes, if you recall, recall, collect, collect. If you recollect, um, <laughs> my cheese. You re- um, I paid for the likes uh, accidentally, mm-hmm. begged for retweets, um, and they said, no, you got to pay, pay for them separately. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, fine. But I, I was just about to pay for them, and I thought, hang on, I'll wait to see if these likes come through first. Mm. And as of recording, no extra likes. <laughs> 
Really? <laughs> Cheeky boys. Have they been... have they taken have they done half your request and cancelled the likes but not given you the retweets? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, nah. Well that's that's but that's the thing. It can't be a Swiss because they were so quick at getting back to me. I feel like if it was a Swiss, it wouldn't have customer service. I think that's how you know it is a Swiss. Because oh, they're like all they've we, got is customer service. We got a fish on the line, baby. Be nice. Be tender. <laughs> Did you get any yeah, extra like, likes for it? No, I got nothing. Nothing has nothing has happened yet. And you know, can't you just say like, I can't wait to pay for these retweets. Um, just looking forward to getting them likes first, lads. Yeah, I should do that actually. Going like, oh, I've I've got my card out right now. I'm swiping um, it on things that can't even swipe cards. I'm just yeah. so desperate to give you some money. <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I could have been swizzed. It sounds like you've been swizzed. I don't want to be swizzed, even though we're trying to swizz the awards. That's a lot. Yeah, that's Ten- the thing. The swindler got hustled. <laughs> well, that I was pretty obvious. I was sorry, not obvious. I was pretty um, honest with them in why what I was using the likes and that for. Mm-hmm. I did say oh, I was a little bit of a joke. So maybe they've gone. Oh, we can swizz this guy because mm. he's a fucking joker. We got a joker in the pack, boys. It's actually we never uh, swears anyone who is deadly earnest, but this guy's taking yeah. the piss. It's uh, Kebab Awards head honcho Ibrahim Dogus's side hustle. Yeah. Is he does likes and retweets? <laughs> oh, He's got fuck. a bot army. To be fair, that would be a really good side hustle for him because if he just if he's anyone who's tweeting him going like, oh, how many how many retweets and likes to get to this? And he's like five thousand. <laughs> he just gives and you a link. To the about, t- yeah, and he's like, <laughs> yeah. and you know what? You don't even have to get them naturally. I'll give you a link to my yeah. to a service I know of. <laughs> Thing is, if I get swizzed by this, I'm gonna have to go back. And now I'm thinking, uh, as like I said last week, the tweet should have likes and retweets on it. Mm. So. Even if I use another company, I'm going to have to go back and do likes and retweets. It is going to be cheaper just to buy a fucking table at this place. It is. In the end. <laughs> this, you have learned. This is like an Aesop's fable for the digital age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm sorry, the I man who got swizzed for likes. I'm gutted to tell you that my, yeah, you know, my horse didn't turn in either. So I, got, I haven't got uh, 170 quid from a fucking uh, Miss Invincible's brother either. Can you just give me 170 quid anyway? Well, yeah, you only ever have to ask, Gav. Of course you can have 170 quid. He'll spend it in retweets. He's got an addiction. A regular, regular, a regular, la, 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 pictures. Girl, I want to make you sweat. <laughs> sweat till I hear your feature. <laughs> Locke's not the only one who can do topical news skewering, uh, as I too. I'm taking on one of the big stories of the week. Are you doing a sideways glance, Joe? I'm sideways glancing right at something, baby. It's like mock the week up in here. Because have you heard about how a lost cat is destabilising the Bolivian left-wing government? What? Yeah, baby. Ah. Okay. Ah. Last week, or maybe two weeks ago, the Bolivian state airline, because Bolivia went not the opposite of privatised publicized everything right including yeah. air so the air, so the airline of bolivia which belongs mm. to the government lost a cat the cat's called tito tito disappeared from the cargo trunk like passenger 47 or whatever that jodie foster movie was called <laughs> um 
TO fucked off somewhere and yeah. they looked for it and it's been lost for a week. TO gone, right? Oh, and then fuck. The lady who owns Tito, can't remember her name, uh, has been complaining. What? Is Tito not an official government cat? No, Tito is a passenger's cat. She was bringing to, I think it's called Tagina. Don't remember where it was. (laughs) (laughs) That's Uh, right, Tagina. And so Tito's gone. They looked for it for a week. They gave up. They said, lady, can't find your cat. Probably it's not, it's not a great use of the entire government's resources. It yeah. fell up an engine or something. Um, <laughs> yeah, I also would be like, oh, yeah, we looked for it for a week. Did you bollocks? Yeah. You looked for it for about 20 minutes. You were like, it's not you. It's but probably not you. They, co- they <laughs> told the lady kindly, I reckon, that she could carry on looking for the cat. I guess they're just going to let her on the airstrip or whatever. Um, but instead of that... You help yourself, love. Go on. Instead of that, she kicked up a stink, right? And it became big news. And now it's become an actual political flashpoint because the left-wing government has been criticised for running shoddy services in its state companies. And now they are the subject of ridicule because the Bolivian government got right on it, right? They were like, we've got to find Tito now. It's going to destabilise our beautiful socialist utopia. And so what they did was hire a psychic (laughs) who is an expert in interspecies communication what this psychic is working remotely from La Paz. <laughs> La Paz. Oh, thank God, it's not Old Jaffa. <laughs> Just... Which is yeah. twelve-hour drive away from the airport where the cat should be. Um, and Jorge Silva, the vice minister for consumers, has said the psychic said that she could talk to Tito to find out where he is, if he's afraid or hidden, <laughs> or if something more serious has happened. She's very coded language. Yeah. What, new, what news website do you check? This is The Guardian. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the front page of The Guardian website. Uh, and uh, the psychic says they sense that Tito is still alive. Mm-hmm. It's a big story. We could see the collapse of a whole system of government because of this cat. But yeah. there's a missing voice, I think, in this story. Mm. We've heard the cat owner's side. We've heard the psychic side. We've heard the government's <laughs> side. The cat is unavailable for comment, but there is one... Yeah, keep that one down. <laughs> there's one person, well, there's one set of people I think we haven't heard from, which is why I've come up with a topical, satirical uh, choose-your-own-adventure called You Are an Unemployed Bolivian Pest Control Person. Can you do your job without boiling with hideous rage about cat psychics taking money out of your pocket? (laughs) You are Cornelio Estensoro, a trained pest control operative who was recently laid off due to the demon drink and also killing someone's snake with a gun. You have just seen a press conference on a bar's little TV in the corner. It showed Jorge Silva, vice minister of consumers, saying the government has paid a psychic to find Tito, the famous lost cat. You're raging. Not only have you lost your day job, but a government contract you could have snapped up for your new freelance limited company, El Hijo de Puta de la Bestia, the beast fucker, has been taken (laughs) by a La Paz huckster. You gain one rage point. Try not Mm. to gain any more rage points. Fuck. You need a walk. You slam down your glass of neat Singani. You're a proud Bolivian and Singani's the Bolivian national drink. Fact you know. 
And you take a... I can't wait to find out the national flower and food. <laughs> and take a step out of the bar. You immediately see a tomcat, sans collar, strolling down the street like it owns the street. And it doesn't own the street because of Bolivia's governmental interest in state-owned infrastructure. Technically, <laughs> you own the street. Do you A, use a huge pest controller's net like a big cartoon mm. butterfly net on a long, long stick that you keep down your trouser leg to scoop up the cat from afar? Or do you B, despite your better instincts, try to psychically contact the cat and lure it to you? Psychic contact. Despite my better judgment. Despite your better instincts. Is that my psychic instinct? Uh, that's no, your the opposite. pest controller's instinct. Yeah. Oh no, go with a psychic instinct every time. We've got to go psychic. Yeah, Let's yeah. go psychic. Let's go psychic. You stand as still as you can, albeit suffering from what your old dad used to call the Singani shakes before he got a Singani shake so bad he fell off a cliff. You place your index fingers to your temples and stare at the cat, which has stopped to lick its barbed underpiece. <laughs> you talk really loudly in your head and say, Cat, cat, come here to me. I'm your brain companion and I love fish as well. Just for a second, the cat looks up at you before a piercing metallic scream tears through your mind. And amid the scream, a voice and say, it says, Get out. It is mine. You say, Hello? Out loud. <laughs> and a passing lady says, Hello! Back and tries to start a conversation and shake your hand. <laughs> you brush her aside with a look that communicates, I was saying hello to a psychic attacker, ma'am, and look back up. You see the tomcat's tail disappearing around an alley and give chase. You blast into the alley, but moving from under the big, hot, sexy Bolivian sun into this darkened space means you need to stop short to let your eyes adjust. As your pupils do their pupil thing, all the muscles go and scream and vert. A confounding image meets you. The cat is standing on its hind legs on the lip of a big bin. It's looking right at you. Do you A. Run and kick the bin and make the cat fall in the bin, which pest controllers call nature's stinky nets? Or do you B. Attempt to enter the cat's mind once more, ready to fend off psychic blows, presumably emanating from the La Paz municipal area. Hmm. I, I love a bit of cat bin. But I'm, but I'm happy if you want to continue the psychic route, which, which took us nowhere last time, I'm happy to go with that. <clears throat> we do love a bit of cat bin. We do love a bit of cat bin. Okay. You get your best kicking foot ready. It's your right foot, because a beaver once ate your left foot big toe, having mistaken it for a little, one of those nubs on an oak tree. You square up to the bin and imagine a starter pistol in your mind, taking off at high pest controller speed. You slide through the air, practically frictionless in your overalls, made of high-torque denim. As you near the bin, you raise your kicking foot and trip on a packet of crisps full of nesting baby birds, oh, obliterating the young family in a moment. This had better not get our rage up. The resultant sploop of bird juice leads you to do a slip and a forward flip, landing legs akimbo round a big brown bin. Oh, the no. cat is perched above you. You detect a note of satisfaction on its face. Normally, you would be delighted at how efficiently you killed all those birds. But today, <laughs> you just gain one rage point. Oh. Bollocks! You're defenceless. There's only one thing for it. Psychic communication with this cat. You clear your mind and you slip into the cat's. For a moment, it's nice. You detect a sousson of sardines. A petit peu of petite purrs. Fuck off. <laughs> and an arousing bit of ass licking. 
You're prepared to bend this beast to your will when the screech emerges again, seeming to claw at the back of your own Bolivian eyes and the balls therein. The voice is there too, hissing, Tito is under my control. Release your grip, Cornelio Estensoro, lest I set your big white head aflame from within. (laughs) You have never backed down from a fight, not even when you had to catch a particularly nasty crow with only a hand grenade. It's time for psychic combat. Action break. Fuck. Players. It's time to use your own psychic powers. You now have to make psychic type noises. Things like this. <laughs> but the thing is, you need to make that while guessing the psychic noise I'm going to make. If you guess correctly and match my psychic noise, <laughs> you shed three rage points. If you don't guess, you gain one rage point. You can have we, three sounds. Can we hear the psychic oh, sound, the, a typical psychic sound again, please? Yeah, yeah, but pretend it's only one of the 14 noises I make in this. It's just one thing. <laughs> so I'd say wow, wow, wow is one. Yeah. And also yeah. is another psychic noise. Okay, 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 okay. I got one. Go on, Gav. Go on, Gav. Interesting. Does it match? Or will he gain a rage point? Let's find out. Far, 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 far. You didn't... That's a fucking soundtrack to Arrival. <laughs> you didn't match my psychic noise. Gain a rage point. You're on three rage points. Shit. Log, so, do you want to make a psychic noise? Ha-cha-cha-cha-cha. For a second, I thought you were going to match my psychic noise. Oh. And really, I primed this one for you. Humana, humana. That was it. Humana, humana, and ha-cha-cha-cha. Two are the same family of noises. They are. That's Yeah, I thought you might get there. Okay, you've got one more oh, guess. Fuck. What are you thinking, Log? <laughs> Yeah, sucking out his brain juice. <laughs> I love it. It's a great. I was just. It's I was a just great doing, guess. I'm just cleaning out my Elizabeth Arden from earlier. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's my psychic noise, which is the sound of the bit from the mask where he has a little horn that says a wooga really loud and explodes a car. <laughs> I'm Bollocks. sorry, you've gained three more rage points. And unfortunately, shit. there's only two There's two endings to this game. With minus four rage points, you would have got the true ending. But you got the dark ending. I want the UFO oh. ending. You've lost so much. You're full of wrath. Despite your attempts to keep your head clear to do psychic battle with a carefree, hippy-dippy-doo-da-zen attitude... You cannot stop thinking of the injustices of your life. You cannot stop feeling rage. When you got fired for shooting that snake, so unfair. No one believed that snake also had a gun. When they hired that psychic instead of a pest control professional, you could have put out some poison milk for this cat in a snap. Job done. Cat dead. Back home for a Singanian juice. <laughs> when your wife left you for that brute, Alfonso, with his red hair and his silver clothes and his dry cleaning business, she never understood that you could have made gold clothes. Just if she'd asked you to go to the paint shop. 
Cornelio, says the psychic voice, you're slipping. I can best you, psychic of La Paz, you reply in brainwave language. Now you're, ac- you're like actually slipping over. And you feel yourself falling. You look down as you fall. You've slipped on a hairball. What Tito's done in us as a trap. And then your head blows up out a psychic. In La Paz, a psychic swings round in a big egg chair. No. They pick up a glass of top shelf Singani, swirling it to release the aromas of whatever Singani stinks of. Probably aniseed. Finally, he says, I have full control of Tito. The cat I have used to destabilise the left-wing Bolivian <clears throat> government. Now to finish the job and make it all nice and bad here, like everywhere else. And that psychic's name, Ian Duncan Smith. <laughs> no! Oh, yeah. Terrifying. I swear to God, if you got the true ending, I was going to buy you both bottles of Singani. I've got it written oh. down. <laughs> I'm on the official Singani website, singani63.com. The headline, We Read Your Mind. No, it isn't. It is, yeah. Holy shit. We read your mind. You and your cocktail cohort have been wondering, what the fuck is Singani 63? Fuck around and find out. In San Diego, also in San Diego, question mark. You don't even have to fuck around. Just click here to find out. This has got a real attitude. Singani 63 is somehow connected to the director Steven Soderbergh. What? (laughs) At the top it says Singani 63, a Steven Soderbergh adventure. What is happening? If you... Or anyone you know work for Singani 63. Just so you know, we're cool. Cool hip guys who like what is, I think it's some kind of brandy. (laughs) (laughs) Goes down smooth. My name is Bob Dylan. And this is a little feature that I just cooked up. Joe. Yeah. Do you remember what happened the night of December 2nd, 2022? I'm sad to say that through an accident of circumstance and technical issues, I do. <laughs> and I know you didn't want me to. And I went to quite big lengths. You did. Uh, to make sure that you didn't listen to those audio files you're going to play, including making this one lo- to try and catch you out. Joe, you better not be listening to this because I told you not to listen to it. Naughty boy, naughty boy, Joe. You don't be naughty. I know, I know everything. (laughs) I didn't like that one bit. (laughs) I told you not to listen to it, didn't I? Yeah. So back, back in December, on December uh, second, I had um, recently. Uh, well, two days before, flown home from Qatar from the World Cup after Wales were unceremoniously booted out at the group stages mm. and I was forced to come home um, to this. Um, and <laughs> what you, you forced to or you just decided that there was no point staying? Uh, no, I had to come home. You well, had a football visa, didn't you? Yeah, like a football visa. You're only allowed out for as long as you uh, you're team was in there really? kicking balls so, yeah i mean it was an absolute shite hole there so i didn't <laughs> you know if wales weren't there i didn't want to be there so <laughs> um uh so yeah i had to come home 
<clears throat> and Joe was doing a live podcast, moonlighting, if you will, mm-hmm. um, for some fucking Chancer website <laughs> that he used to work for. Um, a live podcast on the Friday evening. Mm. Uh, I was sad, um, uh, hungover from the World Cup. Uh, not jet lag, because it's about three hours difference. Um, but, you know, spirits were low. So I decided to go watch Joe in a funny podcast and have a few drinks while we were at it. Mm-hmm. It was very nice. It was a very good time. Uh, we went on to what used to be one of my favorite pubs in London, the famous Three Kings afterwards for a few more. Um, but I was shattered, absolutely shattered, and decided, going to call her a night, lads, actually. Going to call her a night. So I went outside, and Joe was having a little cigarello. Um, so I thought, well, I'll chat to him for a bit. So we started chatting just about the football and stuff. And a man, mm-hmm. uh, I would say maybe around the, yeah, maybe around Joe's height, I think. Yeah, Ooh. around there. Um, a villainous uh, height. Villainous mm. height. Correct. A loom. <laughs> he was looming. I mean, I'm five foot nine on tinder but, actually <laughs> but i'm actually four foot three <laughs> um i uh yeah so he overheard joe and i talking about the world cup and football and wales and stuff and just decided to insert himself into the conversation yeah now he's he was very very drunk this mm. guy but you know it i like talking about football and stuff this guy just basically just plows in and just starts slagging off wales there was yeah well that's the thing we we had the initial moment of being like oh it'd be nice to talk to him because it was a pub that was done up like i think it was brazil serbia and they had all the flags and everyone there was loads of brazilians i think there were some serbs they were everyone was having a lovely time very chill atmosphere in that pub uh and so we this guy came over and we were like maybe he's brazilian and we were like well we'll have a chat with him um, and yeah. yes, what he did was almost immediately start just having a massive go at Wales. On, yeah, on the basis, that, did he know he that in- you were Welsh? Yeah. You had a Welsh pin on, I think. Oh, right, right. Yeah, and I think we were talking pretty heavily about how sad we were that Wales had to go home. Mm-hmm. And vis-a-vis me going home. Um, vis-a-vis your but, visa. Yeah, vis-a-vis <laughs> the football visa. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... We're, we're standing there, this English guy anyway, looms over me. And uh, I don't know why, but uh, because I, I keep getting shouted at for not doing it. Um, I don't know why, but I hit record instantly on my phone. Yes. Um, yes. So we can hear where this goes. So this is part, this is part one, mm-hmm. right? This is uh, him. This is his opening thing. He's been talking for about 10 seconds for this. This is just him just slagging off the Welsh football team. Then getting confused and starting to slag off uh, a man called Alan Wynne Jones, who is actually a rugby player. <laughs> but like, I was listening to it back, and like, we're kind of having a laugh and joking, but he sounds so drunk um, that it's quite funny. So this is part one. When they're out sport England, absolutely, I'll give it. Is it literature? No one between minus one and one. It's zip zero. So I'll tell you what, right now, the Welsh getting one point in the group and thinking they had a chance is one of my favourite things in the world. Gareth Bale, them thinking Gareth Bale, fat man who plays in the MLS, 
was good. And a, and a guy, Aaron Ramsey, who's not even good enough to start for Rangers, and an old man, Joe Allen, and they thought, they thought it was 1958. Oh my oh, gosh. God. And Joe, the only funny, the only it's funny thing on. is, Joe, the only funny thing is, they think the rugby team's good. They think the rugby team's good. Alan, Alan, Wynn Jones. Are you, are you, like, are you look friends? Look at Georgia. Are you, are you a friend? Are you by yourself? That wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> it's also worth pointing out that we were uh, hanging out with two readers here as well, uh, who, yeah. is, who you can hear laughing in the background. Oh, mm. God. So there's a little... I I love the verse, are you here on your own? Because it fucking... Yeah, it, it bounced it right off him, though, didn't it? He didn't even acknowledge yeah. that. He couldn't hear what... He couldn't hear the world. <laughs> he just had he a monologue. Hit- that's the thing. I've got quite a loud voice, and I was drunk. But if, listen to how loud he is. And yeah. I'm holding the recorder. I should be the loudest man. Yeah. But yeah, for some reason, he's got that fucking piercing posh English voice. I know. Oh my god. That's how they little... fucking get themselves heard everywhere because they can just go. And actually, yes. Okay, That's... guys. Okay, let's yeah. cool it. Okay. <laughs> cool it. Cool your jets, boys. Okay, just cool your jets. Don't make, it, don't make me get my tadger out. Okay. So. <laughs> uh, all right. This is this is part two where he's just getting progressively angrier. Talk us through your night out. You got a lot of mates waiting there with you. Like, yeah, we all hate the Welsh. Yeah, they can't wait for you to get back in there, man. Like they literally can't wait for you to go back in there. I love the fact the Welsh the Welsh hate. I mean, none of us. Oh, but by the way, these are all English people, and they're not, the way, they're not yeah, fans of you. By the way, so. yes, uh, and yeah. honestly, oh, the English have to be fans of me because the English have a big. No, we're not, we're not fans of you. We just think you're a bell end. Like, <laughs> no, because you're obviously a bell end. Like. But the thing is, you think Gavin Henson's the great number 10, so like, you just. <laughs> Like, the why, are you, why are you so angry, man? Like, have you not had you're sex? Nuts. You're not sex for a while, have you? I can, I, mate, I can tell. Virgin. Are you a virgin? Full on virgin. Oh, dude, it's all right, man. Like, <laughs> I'm a full on virgin. Maybe, maybe, maybe there'll be a girl that one day will think you're not a bell end. It's not oh, here, oh. and it's not going to be tonight. <laughs> but maybe one day. So, yeah, I, I, like, he just keeps, like, mimicking my accent. Oh, um, it's fucking. Bad. I love there's a uh, bit that I forgot that I mean it's not an Im- amazing thing to say I just forgot I said it and it's exactly how I felt all night after thinking mm. about it just me going what is going on mm. <laughs> I mean it's okay to be a virgin it's not okay to be a dickhead and a virgin yeah. 100%. <laughs> 100%. Um, I, and it was just like he was just there by himself though like it didn't seem like anyone was there and that's why I was kind of like, like sort of taking a piss out of him being like she should go speak to somebody else. <laughs> like, she did not speak to us. We were having a nice time. It was very weird. As someone um, built to deal with it, Gav, it's your duty to be the lightning rod and take in the dickhead juice. Yeah. The thing <laughs> is, I could, fe- I could feel myself getting more and more annoyed by it, though, because right. like, he just wouldn't let up with this accent thing. Um, and like, I just thought, you, he is just begging for a reaction. This is so number three there. He just like we're trying to sort of just go, all right, mate, we don't care. Like, and this, he just keeps shouting, like, another thing about the Welsh. And it's like, mate, fucking know your audience, man. Like, go away, just leave us alone. Anyway, this is number three. So, my issue with the Welsh. Maybe maybe one day. Oh, well, he's talking to you now. 
I, I'm talking to anyone. <laughs> I, was, I was just about to make a little escape round the back of you. Yeah, the worst thing they're going to rugby. The worst thing they're going to rugby. Do you know thing about the Welsh is? Oh, another bad thing about the Welsh is. One more, one more thing. Then come to the Welsh is. Spend a lot of time by yourself? Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I can see that, man. We can all see it. Most English people love the Welsh. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most English people absolutely break them. Because they're not balanced like you. <laughs> Absolutely night ender. <laughs> so I think yeah, I think God. he was like, oh yeah, lots of English people love the, love the Welsh. So I was like, yeah, because they're really nice and not a bell end like you. <laughs> the start because he says another thing about the Welsh like six yeah. times in about fourteen seconds. It sounds yeah. like a montage. The start of that, it's like you yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he's gone, he's a, man. A video montage of he's just holding a different drink in his hand every time he says it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We spotted goofs. He keeps <laughs> swapping hands. Uh, so this is part four. So we try and move away from him. Um, and he says something particularly naughty and finally gets the reaction he was asked, he was looking for. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's move over here. We've missed you. I'm joking, by the way. Yeah, You're well a then. tough cunt. Skin up. That's right, mate. Thank you. Uh, right, what are you going to do? I'm not being physical. Yeah. Imagine that. To explain. Yeah, I need to. There's a bit missing out there for me. So what was going on there? That was Gav pushing the guy away. It wasn't. It wasn't a strike. Um, well, he caught. He just. He went. I actually like the Welsh. You're a tough cunt. It's wild. Me. Like how like, quickly that switches. What? Mm. There was a bit. I don't. Mm. Maybe it's in the part six. I don't. I think it was earlier. There was a bit where he was talking about blowing up the Seven Bridge. And, oh my god! And you were like, "Good. I hope that I don't <laughs> want you to come to us." That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. So basically, he. Uh, I sort of lost him. Pushed him. But he was standing behind like a door, so he kind of like oh. I think it felt I think it felt worse than it actually was. Um, but he got pushed into a door anyway. He had a small um, thunk. That was it. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was very much a getaway as opposed to a get down. <laughs> but without yeah. the door, he might have fallen over. So he got to That's look like true. he got all. He got it's to get true. pushed and not fall over. Mm. Yeah. And then and then he was like, "What are you doing?" I wasn't being physical. I was like, "No, but you were trying to get a reaction out of me, and you got one. So fuck you." Um, <laughs> And then he went inside, and we were like, okay, hopefully that's the last we see of him he now. He didn't try and grass you up as a... Oh, baby. And, oh. You've, you've already guessed what happens in the fifth and final part. My God, that's, <laughs> that's brilliant. What English behavior? <laughs> angry, angry, just try and cause a fight, then blame yeah. you. <laughs> listen, li- listen, listen to his... Um, li- listen to my how excited I am when we find out that he grasped me up. <laughs> I'm actually sorry I did that. No, no, no. Sorry, yeah, mate, that. if somebody's supposed to be like that, they're getting like fighting, like it's not on. Like. I was delighted you pushed him. I just uh, didn't want it to go. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, re- I'm actually generally sorry. 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 No, don't fine. be sorry, the guy like yeah, yeah. He's telling on me. Are you actually He's been a fucking balance. Anyway, I'm going to attack him. 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 I'm going
You used to wait on him. No one's hating you guys anyway, you fucking ballad. Sorry, guys. Sorry, I put that guy out. Honestly, I shouldn't have put that guy out. I'm sorry. That's you getting in the taxi. Should have pushed that guy. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Come back. Yeah. I basically was like talking to the readers, being like, actually, guys, I'm really sorry I did that. Sorry that you had to see that, blah, 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 blah. And then he came out and. But you can hear a reader there, like going explaining to the security guard, like, "Mate, that's fucking all that guy's fault. There's nothing, to, you know." Gav did push him, but he was really asking for it. Um, but the guy's like his big argument was like, "Well, I never, I never got physical." I was like, "You know, but you did. You were just awful." Yeah, um, I think that's a, he fucking lives for that. That's what he was wanted. That's all he wanted. Um, he should have yeah. just kissed him full on the lips, like Bugs Bunny. He haunted us for a lot more of that night. We were out Did for he? quite a while more. He was hanging about. He got no, the bouncers out again. He, Did he? Uh, yeah. It was amazing. <gasps> um, this is no the idea. kind of guy that I'm always keeping an eye out for in the pub. And he's always, I'm always looking to the people he's with saying, are you okay with him? The fact <laughs> that you were in a pub where no one was looking after him and no one spotted him as a dickhead. Shit pub. The, um, the, the best part of this was... Um, that first bouncer who came out and eventually yeah. took, basically realized there were enough people, not just our group, but other people standing outside were going like, no, he was being really difficult. Like, yeah. it, and it was just a push. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, um, and he eventually took it. And then his mate came out, uh, This the bouncer's mate came out and was like, oh my goodness. Oh yeah, this guy's always in here. <laughs> like really? exactly what you're talking about. Like he's like he's always in here. He's really lonely. <laughs> so uh. it's just like an absolutely like destroying this sweat. man. Um, yeah, it was that was fucking wild. That guy uh, is a real problem to All himself. I'm is, <laughs> if you were nicer to him, you could have made him less lonely and made him less of a terrible person. If you just agreed you that just... Wales was bad at everything for no <laughs> yeah. reason. If you just agreed with him that night and agreed to be his friends for about 17 years, yeah. he might not bother people anymore. He might be the sixth member of regular features by now. <laughs> <laughs> but you fucked it up, Murphy. Thanks a lot. My favourite bit of all that was you text me again from in the taxi saying, I'm really sorry again about pushing that guy. I shouldn't have done that. Also, I recorded all of it. (laughs) (laughs) The best things in life are free. But my favourite comes out of a bee. I want honey. That's what I want. That's what I want. That's what I want. The queen gives me such a thrill. But it's out of drones the syrup spills. I want honey. Buzz, 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 buzz. Buzz, 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 buzz. Buzz, buzz, buzz. <laughs> What's a lovely podcast? We had it all. We had uh, a, a princely gift guest, <laughs> princely, <laughs> a princely guest. Um, it wasn't on. We, it was just recordings of the book. Oh yeah, sorry. 
Um, which we don't we don't have to pay for him. Then. We can get him in next week if you want. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he please. can just jive yes. live with the guys. <laughs> yes, please. Jive live with the guy. <laughs> we went on a magical adventure um, uh, into mines and talked to a cat. <laughs> <laughs> and we also got in a fight. I remember what? how much you've come along, Gav, that you've just a gentle push rather than in that kebab shop 400 episodes ago when you get when you were getting beaten up slowly by a man <laughs> yeah exactly um what other podcasts are you getting that in not a lot rich let me tell you tapestry a healthy <laughs> stew and if you also think that um that was good and that you're you feel lucky that you're getting this in a podcast then you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features support us and help make sure that we make more of these um we joe and i were spending uh money from the podcast that night on booze um <laughs> and i dare say without it we wouldn't have had that last feature it and pays then, for um, itself baby and then we're going out with people who listen to the podcast maybe yeah. you'll be the one who are in the pub with them next time yeah, because if the podcast doesn't exist, you I can't meet someone who listens to the podcast. Also, we should say to those That's readers, the reason we haven't named you isn't because we don't like you or don't remember your names. It's because Gav recorded you without your knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So including your voices is fine, but your names, yeah. no. No, no way. Um, but yeah, what do you get if you support us? Well, I'll tell you. You get access to the Beehive, which is one of the coolest, sexiest discords on the planet. I really have enjoyed um, discords kind of like up and down since Twitter started going all bananas. Um, I mostly really like... Uh, I There was one guy um, who works in the industry and I saw him go, do you know what, guys? Uh, I don't know what's going to happen with Twitter, so I've started my own personal Discord, and I clicked on it, and there was two people in there, and and he's and he was one of them. So what? <laughs> that's hard. But the beehive—that's not what Discord's wild. for, you fanny. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he had so many channels in there as well, <laughs> <laughs> more than we've got. I know that. What's my um, hashtag? What's my lunch? <laughs> <laughs> um, but while. <laughs> the beehive is exclusive not like lonely boy um there's a lot going on in the beehive uh and you get access to it through patreon um by supporting us but you also get your very own bee name we will retire your human name and replace it with a bee name much like we're about to do to will harris stop i've got to do the one that i've it occurred to me, I posted it in the chat. I can't believe we haven't done it yet. Will Harris, your B name is Captain B Fart. Yeah, love it. <laughs> it's a top tier, gold tier B name. And I can't. <laughs> we essentially had a meeting about that we hadn't done it. Mm. <laughs> we had a good long look in the mirror. Lads, we've yeah. all let each other down. Please give a B name to Jack Richardson. Jack be nimble. Jack be quick. Jack Fantastic. is a bee. <laughs> Jack be nimble. <laughs> Jack be quick. I am Jack Snimble Be Quickness. <laughs> Jack is a bee. <laughs> Please give a bee name to Alex Brown. 
Honey is a type of slime. <laughs> okay. <laughs> honey is a type of slime. And finally this week, can you please give a B name to Chelsea Colclough? I sneezed my antennae off. <laughs> I sneezed my antennae off. My antennae off. There you go. Fantastic. And now I don't know where the flowers are. <laughs> no, 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 don't leave. Forget that. Forget that. Okay. Readers, we're totally aware that some of you have received two B names. That's due to administrative errors. Don't tell anyone. Keep them both. We don't give a shit. Yeah. Uh, if you've got more yeah. than one B name, you can just fucking go by whatever name you choose. Yeah. But if you're still waiting for your B name, don't worry. We will get you. We'll get you. We'll get you. We'll get you. Uh, thank you very much for listening to this episode of Regular Features. We'll see you next week. I love you. Bye. I love you. <laughs> Bye. I love you. Regular Ficheros. I'm going to get a drink too. Okay. Oh, you seem like a lovely lady with that voice. Okay. Oh. You want to go on a date? <laughs> no, I've, I've got I've got a big big dick boyfriend. <laughs> oh, well, I'm very happy for you. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jeez, people. Why do nice guys always get shit on? <laughs> 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 <laughs>